Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, Dance Moms fans. Woo! Here we are, the end of the season. We are wrapping it up with the last few episodes leading up to Nationals. Gonna go over the dances and the mama drama and all of the usual. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Here we are. We did it. You and I, here we are. We did it. Here we are. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for staying with me through this season eight. Uh, We've had 16 episodes. Oh, boy. Some ups and downs. Members coming and going of these new cast members. Ooh, what a roller coaster ride. So let's go through uh, the final couple episodes at this point since we, uh, they, Lifetime doubled up on us these last two weeks here. Plus, since we had Giannina in the studio two weeks ago, we got behind in episodes. So let's play a little bit of catch up here. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about episode 14, the uh, return of Studio 19. Mmm. This was a very dramatic episode, of course. Um, And I say that with a grain of salt because you guys know me. I do not like the fabricated mama drama, right? Like I know we, we know that there is a lot, you know, the show's called Dance Moms. We've known from the beginning this show focuses on the moms and the attitudes and the fights and the backstage clawing and whatnot. But sometimes, friends, sometimes we get these episodes where... I'm just not buying it. And I understand that Michelle has been sort of a um, a match in the gas tank from the beginning. Um, but, you know, the way that they are just piling on her over the the gifts that Studio 19 are sending her, it's not her fault. I mean, what could she have possibly done and and the amount of escalation for for another studio sends this mom a basket, and I think a a rational human being would say, um, "Huh, oh, what's going on there? Maybe she's um, courting another studio. That doesn't seem right to me." But instead, of course, we've got hair flying, we've got fingers pointing, and we've got uh, name calling before anybody even says. Hey Michelle, what's this about? So the escalation, I, I'm not buying it. It just seems a little too um, produced, and I, it doesn't make sense to me because even in the world of reality television, to get angry at a fruit basket is insane. That is um, why you know, like I'm. I'm I'm not loving this season uh, as much as previous seasons because of those reasons. Like, when we have the uh, insane fights over absolutely nothing, it's really hard for me to get behind anybody, (laughs) Michelle or any of the other moms. I just, 
I can't do it. I can't suspend my disbelief uh, to to believe that they're getting that heated over this dance studio that we have never been introduced to before until these last couple episodes. Like, you know, we've had seasons when they're competing against candy apples and obviously, you know, talking about the, the feud between Kathy from Candy Apples and Abby. And, you know, we've we've mentioned a little a couple other studios here and there when you know, they've danced against like Kalani's studio from in Arizona and and stuff like that. We've had them compete against an ALDC dancer's former studio before. This is not new. So that is why this seems so contrived that they're so angry at Studio 19. We've never why has this why is this an issue now? And it's never been an issue before when they've competed against a studio that was somebody's former studio. Ah, anyway, well, Tammy, Tammy from Studio 19, she was a a delight and a half, right? With all of that, um, the shenanigans that she's bringing to the table. So let's let's talk about the dances from from this episode because obviously that's that's what's important to me so of course we've got uh giannina had a a lyrical dance called crossroads um sarah had a a beautiful um also a very like dramatic dance and then the the group dance of this one of course was the frug the fossey number i think this one is a fan favorite Right, an audience favorite from the beginning. They say what a difficult thing it is to do, Fosse, because it looks very easy. It is not as easy as it looks because it's very tiny, precise movements. And I loved that, like lean back walk through the whole dance. Ooh, this this dance was this dance was good. Uh, really enjoyed, really enjoyed that. Um, so let's let's talk about um. They they did not do a pyramid um, because Abby was still gone from um, uh, checking on her makeup. She was still with her um, hair and makeup stylist at that point. Um, there was no pyramid that episode. So we'll just talk about the dances. And um, uh, so we've got the, Giannina's dance. Um, she got seventh place. And Giannina has never gotten seventh place her entire dance career. Um, I don't understand why. For those of you who might be more familiar with like being present at these dance competitions, like why in in this season are the soloists getting such low ranks that the Abby Lee Miller Dance Studio has never gotten before? I don't understand that. That being said, this dance that Giannina did this week, Crossroads, it was. It was beautiful. She looked very pretty. It was very technically clean, but it was kind of boring, uh, in my opinion. Um, Sarah's dance, I thought, was a little bit more. Um, it had the the music and the it, it was a little bit more dramatic. Um, it was also a very um, like um, like just beautiful dance. She looked great. Very very. Um, technically had a high technical difficulty sarah got ninth so that's that's pretty crazy um we're not used to seeing that with the aldc and then of course the group dance gets first place for the fossey number so 
they're doing something right, but I, I just don't understand why these soloists are placing low, and I don't think I don't think they understand either. Um, but that Fosse number um, really was something else. I think that's probably one of my favorite dances, group dances of the entire season. That Fosse number. Um, let's think back real quick. I think the Fosse number could possibly be one of my favorite dances um, through the whole season. Um, so then, um, let's see, at the end of the episode, um, so Abby, uh, at one point, because Studio 19 keeps confronting the ALDC, like, in the hallway, um, of the competition, and, um, so at one point, I guess the, the dance, Tammy's son kind of stood in front of Abby, and she, like, scoots past him on, on the scooter, clips him a little bit and so then at the end of the episode we see tammy going into the aldc's dressing room and she's fired up and and ready to point her finger and so of course what abby's mo is is to uh yell assault and probably you know like file uh she 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 loves her police reports um we're not there yet but we know where abby um tends tends to go with this kind of thing um so this this competition was in uh Woodbridge, Virginia. So I would guess that that would have been an easier competition for them, but but it wasn't. Um with the with the low solo placements, but at least they got first beautiful Fosse dance. I think that was the most important thing that we got out of um this episode, the return of Studio 19. So let's move on to uh episode 15, the rise from the ashes here we are we are one week away from nationals right um again like it is exciting that they are so excited about nationals like like i said um in in the last couple episodes like as they've been building up the season to to the nationals it just reminds me of like the old the og days of dance moms when that's how every season ended with the with the big nationals um, competition and who's going to get solos at, at, at nationals and that was so much part of the season and um, it's been a couple seasons since we've seen that so I'm glad that they've brought back the you know gearing up for nationals as part of this season's um, plot line so now now that we are one one week away from nationals you know everybody's getting very excited, very tense. Um, so there is a pyramid for this episode. But, of course, the drama of the previous episode, uh, the Studio 19 drama, Sarah can't take... Uh, I'm sorry, Michelle can't take it anymore. And she and Sarah leave. And, you know, I don't blame her. This episode starts out with Abby talking at the beginning, and she's just like... I knew Michelle was cuckoo from the beginning. She wants her kid to dance, and she decides to take her out cuckoo. And it's like, no, when when somebody's screaming at you for the most innocuous, mild thing, uh, I, I I don't think it's um, unreasonable that she'd be like, yeah, I got to get out of here. I can't stand this for my own mental health. It it is too bad that Sarah has to Sarah had to uh, duck out for that, but. Um, so then, of course, they do the pyramid, and bottom of the pyramid, we have um, Hannah, Sarah, which, of course, <laughs> is, Hannah's mom needs to make a point to reverse um, Hannah and Sarah since she just left. Everybody's replaceable. Sure. Um, Gia and 
Presley. That's who's at the bottom. Um, then we've got uh, Paris and Brady on the second level. Good for Paris. I'm loving Paris. I'm so glad she's here. I'm so glad she's part of the team. If we're coming back for a next season, I hope we see Paris. Um, her mom seems pretty cool. You know, I'm like I, you guys, I always say it. I don't, I don't need the mama drama. So I'm rooting for whatever mom is uh, pretty chill. That's why I was into Ashley in the beginning of this season, but she she kind of came out swinging uh, as the episodes went on. But good for Paris. I'm excited for her um, for doing so well. And then at the top of the pyramid, of course, is Miss Lily. Um, so in this this um, week out from nationals, uh, Abby hands out the solos, and she gives a um, solo to Brady. And the solo is called Eyes on Me. And Abby had been wanting to give somebody a solo where they are blindfolded. And uh, so it's it's finally happened. Abby decides that Brady is the dancer that can pull off a blindfolded routine. Um, if you ask me, would it be harder to dance blindfolded or would it be harder to dance? Remember when Lily danced in the, um, uh, the straight jacket? I think that would, you know, without dancing with your arms, I bet that would be uh, more more difficult of a dance I th- than, than being blindfolded. I think not having your arms would be uh, a little bit harder. Um, and then, of course, we've got um, Presley gets the flower child dance. I was when she, when she announced this at the beginning of the episode, I was very excited um, because this is a. a uh, an era that I enjoy, especially right now, and I think Presley would be the perfect dancer for it. Um, I do love how Presley's sort of been the the dark horse that's come from behind. You know, Presley got a jacket; she's official member of the team, so good for her. Um, I wouldn't have said in the first half of this season that Presley would have been one of Abby's favorites, but that's that's what happened. So Presley gets the um, flower child dance. And then, of course, the group number is the Rise from the Ashes dance, which they decide they are going to dance um, in actual ashes. And the mothers are concerned that maybe that's going to be a little bit dangerous, just like the dancing the dancing in the water was. Um, I don't know if I think these are, are worth it, those props, like the water dance. Um, I didn't feel was necessarily worth it, um, especially because with the little like um what would you call it not buckets but like the little squares where the water was kept for each of the dancers i felt that those were so distracting it wasn't really worth the effect of the water coming up and um i do kind of feel the same thing with the ashes it doesn't i don't know if it gave the effect that abby initially was going for but i didn't really think that it was necessarily worth the use of of the ashes um uh, beautiful dance and so um, with this one we've got um, the competition is in Pittsburgh so they're just home they are going against their the, the, their local studios um, so they need to at this point the kids are trying to you know really vie for those national spots Hannah is very upset that she um Abby, Abby basically said, "Like you're not, you're not getting a solo." Um, and Hannah has gotten a lot of solos this year, so I understand that she's upset. 
that, you know, Abby has ruled her out for nationals. All of the kids can't have solos. But, you know, Hannah has has had uh, quite a few solos. Um, so I don't feel too bad that she um, is not getting one in nationals. And also, I do love that she... If I were going to give a prize for most improved for this season, I think that prize would go to Hannah um, because she has come out of her shell. She's still shy. She's still probably the, the quietest one on the team. But I do think that, you know, she really deserves the prize for just really coming out of her shell, just really, you know what, rising from the ashes. I think that prize should go to Hannah. Um, She's really pulled it out. Um, And so um, this for uh, of these final dances, uh, my favorite one and apparently the judge's favorite one, too, was Flower Child. Um, Presley got first place. I wouldn't have guessed that either. Like, I loved the dance. I thought it was cool. I thought it was beautiful. But there are so many dances that we've seen this season that when it comes to the solos, I'm like, oh, they killed it. That was a beautiful dance. And then they get, you know, ninth, seventh, fifth place, you know, fourth place, third place. It's like, I don't, I I would love for the judges to show us their scorecard at the end of these episodes. You guys wouldn't be interested by that? Maybe just me? Just me? I want to see the scorecard? I don't understand why a, a dance that looks to me as as lovely and as pretty and as technical as Flower Child, uh, other dances have scored lower. Be that as it may, I'm happy that Presley got first. Um, good for her. So Abby made the right decision making Presley like official team member that's great and then um of course with uh brady's number the moms have an issue with the fact that they don't they don't think that he was actually blindfolded again this is one of those this is one of those things that i'm i'm like who cares who cares he whether he was blindfolded or not like they make you know each of the kids have had to do a dance where they've carried some sort of prop or had some sort of solo where there was um, an obstacle of some sort. You know, the duet dancing with the wheelchair. Or there's always something in one of the solos that is a hindrance in some way. And it's just funny that Brady having a mask... Okay, sure, you can see through it. Um, but it's he'd still probably preferred not to have worn it so um it just it just seemed like a little uh you know really that's that's where your issue lies ashley okay fair enough um and then the the group number that rise from the ashes very very beautiful uh everybody did such a great job that was clearly a, a first place worthy dance um, I enjoyed it very much, and so did the judges. So the ALDC continued their first place streak. So good for them. Um, and you know, of course, uh, we're leading up to the nationals, the final episode. Here we go. It's the big day, and ta-da! See, maybe I'm a little like. <laughs> Thank you. Ta-da. See, the delay was actually perfect because of the fact that I feel like this finale episode was so not even not anticlimactic, but just kind of like 
oh my god this big day is coming the big day's here <laughs> like it, it i had to like 10 minutes into this episode i was like wait a minute are they are they going to nationals this week it is nationals right because it just at a certain point it just felt like any other competition um it was the fierce competition in new york city so i guess it's you know it's pretty exciting that they are in the big apple um but you know being in pittsburgh these kids are used to that i'm sure they go there for for different um different uh opportunities and and auditions and stuff like that so but but the nationals we are at nationals it is the fierce dance competition in new york city so let's talk about it um Michelle and Sarah come back. Um, not not surprised. Not surprised. Shouldn't have left in the first place. Uh, only and I and I say that on Michelle's side. Like I said, it was pretty s- silly how the moms just went insane about uh, another studio sending her gifts and kind of courting her and whatever that was about. Um, even you know when when we saw michelle in the company of tammy like she was telling her get out of the dressing room leave me alone stop doing this and the mom saw that but yet no matter what michelle did it wasn't good enough so it was just like what is happening why do they care so much this is so insane um so okay so let's talk about pyramid um for our final episode i feel like this pyramid is very telling because this this pyramid pretty much sums up uh the entire season i think so um bottom of the pyramid we have hannah giannina and lily um, middle of the pyramid is Brady and Paris, and top of the pyramid is Presley. So, um, yeah, like I said, Presley's that dark horse. We weren't expecting her to like come out as as Abby's favorite as the season wraps up, but but that's that is what happened. So, um, let's talk about the numbers. So we've got three solos this time and that's really cool. Um, I love the solos. I'm always happy to see the solos. So when there's more dances, um, that's, I'm excited. I'm in it. I want to see these. So, um, so for the dances, we've got, of course, um, Presley has her, uh, Presley has a solo. Brady has a solo and, and Lily has a solo. So Lily's solo is inside out. It's like, uh, she's like half, um, half the inside of your body and half the outside of her body, and it ended up being it ended up being a cool costume. Um, Brady did this sort of like jazzy Sinatra number, um, so that seems suiting. Um, and then um, Lily did this um, Annabelle number, and then of course the group number was um, the group number was the the prom right um which a musical current musical uh, popular musical and the leads in the group number were hannah and and giannina so i'm i feel bad that hannah didn't get a solo but at least she gets to be um one of the leads in the group dance and then of course you know unfortunately sarah didn't get to be have a solo or even dance in the group number because um michelle pulled her but glad they glad they came back for the final episode so uh let's talk about the group number um so the the theme was really awesome the um it, two 
girls that want to go to prom together. That's that's what the musical is about. And they were able to actually use the music from the actual musical. Um, and so um, with Hannah and Gina and Nina being the couple, um, they had the cast from actual um, the actual musical come into the studio and watch them rehearse. And I felt like the once we saw it actually on stage, it was a little bit confusing um, because of the fact that like Brady and and Hannah and was it was it Paris or Presley? One one of them was in the the suit, but it was like um, Hannah was supposed to be a girl. Um, but she was dressed the same as Brady. Um, and then the other couple was supposed to be, Paris was supposed to be a boy. And so I think it was a little confusing how, when we watched the dance, I, I wouldn't have known which couple was supposed to be the lesbian couple. Um, the way that the costuming worked out. I think, I think I, I would have liked to have seen Hannah in a, in a dress. Like everybody could have stayed the same hannah wear a dress like um like giannina had just so that we knew that this was this was the lesbian couple that would have made more sense to me um but you know maybe maybe everybody else got it maybe i'm just a dummy that could be um so uh but very cool dance very cool uh, well you know i was gonna say very cool concept but abby didn't write the musical so she they're just paying tribute uh, to the musical so um but still really really great dance and i'm glad that she you know decided to go with something that even as she said in one of the testimonials political eh, more like a you know socio-political um but uh yeah i think it was really great that they um did a dance like that so um for presley's solo she was the annabelle um creepy annabelle doll I love the creepy dances. I really, really do. I think the reason, the the fault in the stars of this dance was that costume, was Presley's costume. Uh, with the with the knickers underneath the dress, and the dress was so big and boxy. Like the dress, yeah, I get that she was supposed to be a doll and kind of, Annabelle's not a rag doll, but she's like um, supposed to be sort of a ratty doll. And so I get that maybe the clothes were supposed to be ill-fitting, but for the sake of a costume, it did not look good. I felt like when she was in the um, on stage, it looked like um, a karate gi, what they wear for a karate class. That's what it looked like to me, especially with that like red ribbon around the middle. It looked like she was a red belt in karate. So she's a great technical dancer, and with wearing something so baggy, you couldn't, you know, you can't see. Um, how straight her legs are and, and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I felt like the costume was very distracting. I don't know if judges take points off for that, but I do think that costume was not doing her any favors. And that's um, that's pretty ironic considering, like, a couple weeks ago, you know, her mom switched out her costume because she didn't like it that you know her, the mom didn't like her costume that much so they actually like switched out their costume but this one was fine so i i wasn't a fan of that annabelle dress that they chose um presley's dance number the sinatra number 
It was good. Uh, I'm sorry, not Presley. Brady. Brady's Sinatra number. Um, very cool with the tie undone. Um, I was wondering, like, is he just wearing the same outfit that he's wearing for the group dance? It could have very well been the same, like, suit, dress shirt, and slacks. Um, so there wasn't uh, a lot of difference there between characters for him on stage this time. Uh, but it was a very cool dance. It was fun. Um, maybe, maybe it could have had some other like element to it. Maybe a, some kind of prop or some something to add a little, just something extra. It just didn't have a wow factor. It or any wow factor really. And this is nationals. Like all of these solos should just be like absolute. You know, four hundred percent. Like we're really. You know hitting a controversial topic dramatic music you know crazy props and crazy you know um costumes or something that's going to be you know really show i think all of the solos really should have pulled out all the stops and i don't know if brady's dead but um and then of course lily had the inside out number um gets gets a little uh yelled at in the dressing room during rehearsal because she's getting paint on the floor i think everybody at national you know, like tempers are high so everybody's a little extra on edge so um it's okay you know so uh they go ahead and they they hand out um oh but okay so here's a little bit more uh, here's the drama here's the craziness so of course tammy from studio 19 as the solos are taking place coming up to abby and saying you're the one that preaches etiquette put your phone away okay this is where i'm talking about like things get a little contrived a person really has to be unhinged to have an issue with somebody uh like at these competitions like i'm sure lots of people are on their phone literally every single time we the camera cuts to abby all season long in any of these competitions half the time she's on her phone doing something like it's so just par for the course it's so normal and for that to be the thing that this tammy person comes up and has issue with and the fact that abby's abby's expression was hilarious the what like she couldn't even believe that this was said but then the the running outside and of course total abby style our abby's back what does she do she goes and files a police report i would have loved for the cameras to have been in the precinct when abby files that report because i would have loved to see abby you know at the uh at the at the desk there going um okay here's the problem a woman verbally assaulted me oh yes okay um what did she say she told me to put my phone away what 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 (laughs) in new york city in manhattan the things that the police need to deal with in manhattan great uh lady as soon as we solve all the murders we'll get to the woman who told you to put your phone away Uh, as soon as we move solve all the drug trafficking and the murders we'll get to the and and the and the thefts and the car thefts and and everything else we'll get to the lady who told you to put your phone away (laughs) 
I bet, I, I bet whatever the police officer <laughs> said back to Abby when she filed a complaint at somebody for, for putting, telling her to put her phone away would, would have probably been far more of a verbal assault than actually took place with Tammy saying that to her. Um, I, this is, this is an opportunity where I would have loved to have known, you know, like the, the reality of that situation. Um, so what was really happening with, with Tammy, uh, behind the scenes there, I, you know, that's, that's the thing would show us get a little bit more raw because I'm, I'm not buying that kind of stuff. Um, so Abby's not there. She's not there for the solos and the poor kids have to do their solos with their dance teacher. Uh, not there. Um, and for, I don't like how, you know, as they're going through the thing where um, they're they're trying to look for Abby, the producers are like looking for Abby and they're out on the street and they keep cutting back to Brady's dance while they're looking for Abby. I felt that was unfair to Brady um, because we don't usually, we never see a dance. We The thing I love about Dance Moms as opposed to some other dance competition shows is Dance Moms shows the full out dance, you know. Um a lot of I I do the after show for um, Bring It, and um, one thing I always say about that show is I they just show such short little snippets of the dance, and they cut away so much that like you don't really get to see the dance. And the thing that Dance Moms does really well is that we see the full dance, and um, the way that they were cutting away from Brady's dance, looking for Abby. I thought that was unfair to him, especially at nationals. You know, this is the biggest, this is what the entire season has been leading up to. And we don't get to see Brady's full dance. So I felt, you know, I felt that was a little unfair. Um, So that as they hand out the, um, uh, as they hand out the awards in the end, of course. So Brady gets ninth. Really? That's so incredible. See, again, I'm I'm just so flabbergasted at, at the fact that these the 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 judges are giving these solos such low scores. Where is that coming from? Um if anybody happens to have a clue, you know, give it shout it out to me. Uh Lily gets fourth place and um Presley doesn't even place and uh um but the group number gets first. They did it. They won. They're excited. They won the season. This team is really killing it with the first place wins in the group numbers. So there we have it. We wrapped up the season. And um, let's move on a little bit to um, we'll talk about some news uh, as we wrapped up the season. Tap, 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 tap. Um, so yeah, that's our season and thank you for staying with us. So let's talk about what is going to be going on a little bit while, uh, while, you know, the show's on hiatus now. So, um, I thought it was very exciting this week that Jojo was in Time Magazine. Jojo got a write-up in Time Magazine. I thought that was super cool. If you haven't read the article, uh, check it out. It's kind of all about how Jojo... Um, at age 16 is sort of embracing her brand, um, how she's had, you know, meetings with publicists who are trying to, you know, figure out where, where, where JoJo should go in her career as far as continuing to tour and or um, should she, you know, release 
new albums and things like that. And when she goes into these meetings, she's got her like star over her eye and her giant bow. And the executives are like, hey, just for the sake of a meeting, you know, you don't need to come all decked out like that. And JoJo's like, but I'm JoJo. This is what I do. And it was all about be yourself. They called her out on being obnoxious and loud. Um, But if you ever need a boost of confidence, you know, be a JoJo. Be the JoJo you want to see in the world. Uh, keep going strong, JoJo. I'm pulling for you. I it's it's funny how um, you know everybody always seems to. She gets so much um, like hate in the comments. People are just cruel to her for she's lacks maturity and things like that, and you know um, the way that her style of talking and stuff like that. But I'm really pulling for her. She's she's got a very exciting career ahead of her, and I thought it was a very cool article to be written up about her. Um, another thing going on is if you are in the Pittsburgh area, I wish I was because Gianna is doing a master class. Um, I think that's so cool. Again, I've always said I, I wish Gia was uh, the choreographer had more of a you know we saw a little bit more of her all these years with Gia being the choreographer. I would love to see a little bit more of her, see her be a part of the testimonials. Um, let's get a little, build that character up a little bit more. But I think that's very exciting. And if I were in on the East Coast, I would try to go to Gianna's masterclass. Um, so, you guys, that's that's what we've got here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dance Moms season eight for the duration of this um, this whole season. It's been a lot of ups and downs, and we've had uh, you know we had Tony come in and host a couple of the episodes with me, and Brianna stepping in. So I'm glad you guys were able to stick with us, and thank you sarcastically sardonic for commenting on our YouTube videos. Um, for those of you out there, uh, please feel free to follow me, Hey Tamara, on YouTube and Hey Tamara on Instagram. And also check out my, my comedy dance team. It's called Liquid Feet. Find us on YouTube, Liquid Feet. When Giannino was our guest, she, she gave us a little feedback on that. So, uh, yeah, keep sticking with us at, here at AfterBuzz. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, and always be sure to like and comment. And we will see you next season, guys. Thank you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.